Armored Bear Productions. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Out of Character, the Not Safe for Wizards Q&A talk show. everyone and welcome to out of character the show where we go behind the scenes and talk to the cast and crew of not safe for wizards Uh, i'm kayla my pronouns are she her and tonight my guests are darian hi i'm darian uh my pronouns are they them and d howdy uh i'm D. Uh, a lot of people also call me Morgan. Um, and my pronouns are they, them. Hi, Morgan. welcome to the show. Um, it's been a little bit since we've talked to Darian, so we're excited to have you back. Thank you for jumping in with us. Hey, so welcome back to the show, Darian. How have things been? A lot. Things have been a lot. Okay. We're very happy to have you back and happy to have you back on the show. Um, And Diana, as always, it is lovely to have you back. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Um, So we're going to kind of jump into uh, the last couple of episodes of Out of Character. We have been having some fun uh, stepping outside of the box a little bit, but there's a couple of really important things that have happened in uh, the show that we need to, uh, that we want to talk about and address and um, uh, have some fun with. Um, So there were some dreams that were had um, while we were on the ship taking a long rest. Um, D, you, uh, had quite the beautiful dream. Um, do you want to talk to me about that? Uh, sure. What do you want to know? (laughs) Well, tell us about the dream. I want to hear it in your words. I want to hear your interpretation. Um, well, so there I was taking a little nap (laughs) and suddenly I'm in like this crazy bonkers space place, right? And there's this lady there, I think, I remember correctly, there's a person there. Um, and then she's like, hey. Barbecue on her titties. Hey, thank you, you get it. <laughs> um, and then she's like, hey, do you want to join, <laughs> do you want to join the Space Force, basically? And then I'm like, nah, why not? And then I got a book. Do you want to join the Space Force? Eh, I got nothing else going on. I mean, okay. Um, Nothing to do on a Wednesday. Am I wrong (laughs) about any of those details? You are are not wrong. No. Um, Necessarily. Um, Wrong is a strong word. We try not to use that word here. Uh (laughs) Unconventional. A little. (laughs) Um, but no, it was, it was really cool. Um, I really liked uh, Joe's description of like this kind of vast, starry, things slowed down a little bit uh, space that you were in. 
I thought that was really that was really interesting and fun. Now, did you and Joe talk about this or that this was going to happen in any way? Not the details. The big picture stuff that this is leading up to, absolutely. I've been I've been wanting to do this part since I knew it was a thing I could do. Ah. Uh, um, so is that something that you can talk to us about or are we keeping it a secret? I'm going to keep it a secret because I haven't said anything publicly. I don't think Joe said anything publicly. I don't know that anybody outside of that household and myself knows what's going on. And I kind of want it to be a surprise. Okay. That's, that's perfectly fair. So you've had this, this beautiful dream and you've come back with this rather interesting book that you can't read. You know, despite my best efforts, uh, (laughs) intelligence is not the, the modifier of a druid. Mm. Uh, mm. yeah that's not your dump stat though is it no strength is strength is your dump stat okay that's that's not a terrible thing when we get to mine i i have something to say d (laughs) (laughs) um well you can comment on d's stuff here you're allowed to do that Uh, i pertains to lotus's thing oh okay um so yeah, so so um Sorry. no 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 worries, no worries at all. Um so yeah, so this awesome dream and you wake up and um pretty much jump into a fight uh <laughs> shortly thereafter. Sounds like a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty on par for this group. Um talk to me about dreams in D D. I, I think it's a really fascinating like facet of the game that not everybody uses or plays with um and i think it's i think it's a lot of fun i think it's a really good way to like give an extra dimension um i i i would agree with that um i I think i think this is my character's second or third dream i know it's at least my second Mm -hmm. um so it it's a fun thing this is my third uh acted out or like explained dream which is really fun that it keeps happening yeah i remember i remember the one um because jade was like right there for you because we all had like those ridiculous nightmares i remember the second one because i asked if your grandfather had werther's originals yeah Ah. (laughs) yes yeah that's that's great leave it to darian to give us the amazing one-liners as always um so so how is how is celeste doing in all of this give me an update give me a checkup how's celeste dealing with all of this crazy crap um in the grand scheme of things i would say rough estimate um these dreams have happened within like the span of Maybe like three weeks. Um, because time is fake. It's an illusion. Yes. Time is a construct. So is pants. Yes. Um, so like it's it's been probably about three weeks roughly. Um, and so it, I think it would be partially annoying... As as somebody who doesn't dream, I I'm trying I'm struggling here. Um, <laughs> I think it would. Well, that's be... interesting. That's you don't normally dream. No. Wow. What's I, that? I like? go to sleep, and then 
a vague amount of time passes and darkness. And then I wake up to my, my darling dearest alarms. And then I go back to sleep. Oh, that's really good. That is fascinating to me. See, I have the opposite problem, D. Tell me more. Uh, I dream a lot, and it, none of it is, like, per se good. It ranges from neutral to the kind of dreams where it doesn't make sense why I'm saying it, but I'm screaming, please let me wake up. Wake me the fuck up. Oh, wow. But it also doesn't make sense why I'm doing that. It could be like a weird stage show of nonsense. And I suddenly am like deeply uncomfortable and upset. And I don't. And I wake up that way and it fucks me up for the rest of the day. I don't know oh. why. Wow, but... that's really interesting. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. Does Lotus, do you think like, okay, so we know that Lotus dreams because Lotus has had this incredible dream and this incredible gift um so let's let's talk about that first you ended up in in like lotus's utopia of, yeah. of this beautiful like expansive goes on forever library yeah and listening to the episode i noticed i was doing a lot of i didn't immediately i didn't get to listen fully to the whole episode i just listened to my dream portion because i've had a long day but okay something that i'm trying to do more with lotus is body language things mm -hmm. because that is like a whole facet of cat language is body language cues a good point silent communication between them mm -hmm. so that is a thing that's kind of before a certain point I hadn't thought about that in relation to his character but I realized because he's been dealing with a lot of people races that don't get that you know like Celeste is not going to understand how his ear movements can you know go from being Oh, I'm fine too. I'm deeply uncomfortable, and I would like to leave. Hold on, I'm a I'm a druid. I might. I think that I think that Celeste of all of the party would probably pick up on those cues a little bit, and I think that's something you guys could have a lot of fun interacting with. I was just thinking that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, um, uh, see, part of the reason why is I. Did not know how Joe was going to do it, but uh -huh. I've had this plan in place of Lotus making this, making a pact with Ibarra for a while. Okay. Tell me about that. How did you decide? Is this a, is this like a leveling up or is it a multi-classing thing? Yes. Okay. Because, see, here's the Here's where it gets into Lotus's complicated relationship with the gods up to this point. Up to the hollow, up to that part in the when Lotus was on his own researching in the Hall of Secrets, he did not know what god, which god cursed his people. Okay. He did not know why they cursed his people. 
He just knew his people were cursed. These disasters were happening. They could not have written history. They could only have oral storytelling. Where things can become highly inaccurate over time. And the problem with oral storytelling is if all the people who can tell the story die, that story's gone. The story dies with them. So basically, whoever cursed his tribe, cursed his tribe to being eventually forgotten Mm -hmm. by everything. Being slowly wiped out and forgotten. Mm -hmm. With only one possible shot at fixing it. That because they can't have written history, they don't know how to fix it. They know mm-hmm. they have to return something, but they don't know what they have to return. Mm-hmm. And whenever one person who could do it fails, the other, the next one has to start with nothing. Has to retread all that old work all over again. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question um, that came to me today. So um, there's there's a lot of the, your backstory we've talked about before, the not being able to uh. record history. Um, Lotus takes a lot of notes. Yes. See, that is... It's kind of a different thing. Okay. As long as he's not recording history about his tribe specifically. Ah, I got you. Okay. Like, he couldn't write down his family tree, but he can write down notes about other things. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. But upon seeing that it was this god that cursed it, cursed them, he now doesn't have to be distrustful of all of them, just the two that were involved. Okay, so talk to me about the two that were involved. It was um, Andros, Andros, Ardros, the magic guy. Uh Uh-huh, Ardros. Yeah, the guy with the eye. (laughs) And uh, Vixtus, you know, Orion's sleeper cell uh, code word, sleeper agent (laughs) code word. So, So the pact with Ibarra is in direct response to that. Part of it is also Ibarra gave him the clearest shot he's ever had. He left home at like 17, barely 17. He's now 26. Mm -hmm. And this is the most lead he's had ever. Possibly the most lead any of his tribe has ever had towards fixing this. Okay, that's cool. And it was and it was Ibarra Ibarra's records, particularly someone very close to her, or at least in like a very close rank, important in her temple, who wrote this down, and it was protected. It was safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so yeah, so that sounds like you you're starting to really form a plan as to how this is gonna gonna shake out um and you've been given an incredible gift that like i want to i wish this is one of those moments where like i say it all the time in the show where i wish i could draw um (laughs) because i really want to draw that pen and the subsequent rapier that comes out of it yeah yeah 
Talk to me about that design. Is that something that you collaborated with Joe about, or did you come up with that on your own, or was that all Joe? Um, I'd have to look back in my messages between me and Joe about it. I do believe it was a combo, like, or that we had the same idea. Okay. Like, the same idea of pen becomes sword. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the symbolism there. Oh yeah. wait, that's a thing. That's a thing from Percy Jackson. Is it? Yeah, his sword. Uh, it's since he's like he's oh, fuck, twelve it is. in the first one. Um, he gets the sword from his teacher, and it since he's a he's in school, it's a ballpoint pen. And since he's in like, whenever he takes the cap off, he gets the sword riptide, and it's got a lot of cool like things about it. Um. But yeah, I just that's nice. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I forgot that completely. <laughs> Hi, big. I, I can be your uh, your show's like designated Percy Jackson person. I can do that. <laughs> that's a good thing because it's you know what it's funny. Um, you went to school with my kids, so generationally there's there's kind of a gap there. Like I I raised the kids on Harry Potter, but Percy Jackson was more like around when they were reading and when you guys were like really getting into reading. Um so I didn't read it, but the kids did, so I don't know as much about it. I I read the first few books, but I kind of just fell off. I also watched that terrible, like, fake movie. <laughs> Both of them, or just the one? Uh, the the first one. I didn't even know I... there was more than one. Yeah, Hell same. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's not great. It's not good. But I do enjoy, like, the fact that there was... You know, people wanted it enough that they made two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Give just me also... Also, uh, at least it wasn't the Avatar, the last Airbender movie. Listen, I have hope for the Percy Jackson show. The original creator's on it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, there is no live action Avatar, the last Airbender. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe one day there will be a Not Safe for Wizards show. Get me no. more cameras. Get me back to Fort Lauderdale. I'll I'll do it for you. Right? Like you could totally do it. If there was a not safe for wizards show, besides the fact that you would be on camera and like directing the damn thing, who would you want to play Celeste? That's a good question. Somebody who could be grumpy. Somebody who could be grumpy. <laughs> who could be grumpy really well. Okay. Like like grumpy, I hate everybody, you're just like surly but with a heart of gold. Because that's more how I see Celeste. Uh, the second one, but you yeah. have to you have to fucking dig for that gold. Yeah, like somebody who's outwardly intimidating. Who? I don't know. That's that's now that I'm thinking about it. I'm like, hmm. There's got to be somebody good out there. What about you, Darian? Who would play Lotus if we did a live action? Um. Well, first off, he'd have to be CGI. He's he's a Tabaxi. Okay. Unless Who would, we're going would... the anime style. Right. Catboy shit. Which um, would be okay. fine, I guess. But there would still be someone that would be voicing him and giving him a personality. I know, and I've never thought about this, but 
I don't know who voiced him, but when I think of Lotus's personality, when he's not kind of being standoffish from people, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Atlantis: The Lost Empire? Yes. Is that so, Milo that's not Thatch. the, f- uh, the oh, original Michael J. Fox? Hmm. Yeah, that was totally Michael J. Fox. Marty McFly. Yeah. Ah. Than that. Okay. But like Milo Thatch, but like a slightly snarkier, tiny bit more bitter Milo Thatch. Okay. Okay. Michael J. Fox is a pretty good actor. He could pull that off. Because <laughs> it's like very much when Lotus gets the chance to be like info dumpy, he has mm-hmm. so much random shit written down in his notes. Like there's like basic information about all the gods and then there's just random stories he's collected over the years my brain just totally like solidified that that lotus is milo thatch as a cat now like that's it that's (laughs) milo cat milo (laughs) cat longer hair but yes he may need glasses he wouldn't know I, I've always actually, you know what? That's really funny, and I've never asked you about this, and you've never said anything about it. But I have always pictured Lotus with glasses. You know what? I do like that. My th- my only thing was I wasn't sure how that would work with his head shape, except they were the ones that, like, only it were like on the bridge of his nose. Yeah, either they hold onto the bridge of his nose, or maybe like wrap around his ears. But I can, yeah, I've always, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've always pictured Lotus with glasses. I do like that. I, 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 I like that. That's, the, that's, that's, that's a thing now. Totally. Totally. I love that. Yay. And I've always pictured Celeste with freckles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, I see a lot of you, like, your beautiful face in Celeste. For the audience <sighs> that doesn't know, yeah. I am 50% freckles. and for the audience that also doesn't know i am 80 percent hair loss (laughs) so lotus has a lot of hair has like a nice long like hair totally i love that that's one of the things i love about D is we can be whoever we want to be we can look however we want to look it's it's one of the wonderful things about this game yeah See, we just, I, uh, I wish I could draw. Because, like, if I draw it, it's going to look like a five-year-old did it. It'll probably be cute, but it's going to look like a five-year-old did it. I might do it anyway. <laughs> but. Um, so, yeah. So, you both have got these, like, super cool, probably going to be really useful, artifacty, magical item thingies. Right. The thing I wanted to say. Uh, sele- uh, D. Yeah. So, so that Celeste should tell Lotus about the book. <laughs> Just and are we gonna geek yeah. out over our new books? Well, yes, but also he he mm, hmm. he loves books. That and see, you opted to remain mysterious, and it's like I I. Now I want to remain mysterious, but at the same time, I've been so fucking excited about this. 
Well, I had I mean, to wait until the entire party leveled up before I could do this. Yeah. Well, we talked about um, it. Is it was talked about in the episode that the book is a map of some kind, like a star map. Yeah. We did talk. That was that was disclosed in the episode. So that's not necessarily a secret. We just can't read it yet. Lotus has proficiency in cartography. Ah, okay. Okay, I see where you're going. And navigator's tools. <laughs> okay. So yeah, y'all two need to get together next episode <laughs> after we're done with and the fight. Also, and also, ah, it's like I've had this in the wings for like since last level up. Uh-huh. Since the one before the long rest assisted one. Mm-hmm. The one before I became a warlock, like all mm-hmm. the way back then, mm-hmm. I've had this just sitting there <laughs> waiting to be used. Well, we are definitely, I think, going to end up having to do that now once when we have when we have a quiet movement, uh, <laughs> which might not be for an episode or two, but I'm sure we will have. We're going to have to have a quiet moment because Jade is going to have a have to have a breakdown about getting Chase back. Um, oh yeah, so is Lotus. But also, right? Oh yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> my my thing may come up next episode, actually, depending on how the ship controls. It will make sense then. It will make sense then. Okay, it'll be really interesting to see to see where things. Go. I like. I kind of like that we're caught up and we're not like three episodes ahead anymore because now I can talk about stuff and not worry about spoiling it. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's yeah. cool and all. Uh, ooh, we're cutting it really here. <laughs> I would say like keep three in the backlog and then we'll record like like one-off things, like one shots to fill in when we if we run out of episodes at one point. Which yeah, want to do like I'd yes, rather be we're six weeks. Then, then, not have something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Just yeah, I've got like Ooh, three or four different ideas, and I keep saying I'm going to write them out, and I need to get off my ass and do it. I've tried to run the same campaign several times, but it's also just kind of one of those. It just doesn't work out ever. That's that's the tough part about D and D is is getting people to be consistent and and. Oh no, it's been, I've had the problem. Uh, Like, the first time, it just, everyone had schedule conflicts, and then things happened, and I wasn't able to continue. And then the second time, the cats decided my computer needed a drink of soda. Isn't that just kind of them? And you can't run Roll20 on smart devices. (laughs) I've tried. Oh boy. Okay. Well, you two are in uh are in some really interesting positions for some some cool stuff to happen. I'm curious um cuz it's been a few episodes since we've just uh talked about um how do I put this? Uh w- wishes, shenanigans. Thoughts, well, it's always shenanigans. Um talk to me about where you want to see now that that we are like our first like major uh upset um is coming to a close but we still have like the 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 bigger picture to deal with um 
Talk to me about your dreams, your ambitions. Where do you, uh, D, where do you want to go? What's your, I know that you have secrets and I know, don't reveal, you know, what you don't want to reveal. But overall, do you feel like Celeste is, is on her path? What do you want to see her become? Um, so here, there are multiple options, um, especially now that I have the star map. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me is like, oh, you know, like, towards like the middle of her life she'll like grow to like people and then she'll like, be like a zoologist type thing but like that's that's like 40s and 50s right you know mm-hmm. um right now i now have a star map which is you know navigational and we're in uh the astral plane which isn't very useful i will say but you know <laughs> you have a star map in a place with no stars yeah. Um, <laughs> question is, what stars Thanks. are they then? Right. Thanks, um, Joe. <laughs> but ideally, um, it hasn't come up too much in game or in the conversations with me and Joe. But like, uh, I'm just going to say it. If it's if Joe wants to cut it, he can cut it. Um, Celeste's dad is uh, a pirate. And... I would very much like to, well, we, we've thrown the idea that he's a pirate out there. We haven't okay. confirmed it, like, in okay. our, our messages. I like the concept that I could do piratey stuff with my new star map, with, with Papa. Ooh, neat. Okay. Uh, for like two, just for, like, two or three episodes, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. That is so, like, I get shades of, like treasure planet titan ae type feel yes i love it i love it I love my it. favorite trope in sci-fi slash fantasy is the literal space ship yes yes, yes. which is why yeah, i love same. treasure planet so much same um actually celeste the completely random um the okay there's an album on youtube that you might like by jonathan young called Starship Velociraptor. That. It, like, it's produced by him, but it's by a fictional band called Galacticracken. Love it. Sick as hell. And you heard it here, folks. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I love the whole... I will listen to all of the songs on an, on that album, and that's a very rare thing for me. That's cough, very cough, cool. not sponsored, but could be. Cough, cough. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about what about I you, wish. Darian? <laughs> right? What about you, Darian? If Lotus if Lotus figures this shit out and and breaks this curse, what's next for Lotus? What do you think that Lotus is gonna do down the line? What are his hopes and dreams? See, that's part of Lotus's character is he genuinely is only just now starting to figure it out. Okay, that's fair. Because kind of from the moment that he got mad at his twin sister and stomped his foot and caused an electrical fire in his house made of wood because of sparks coming off of his foot. Like the first instance of storm sorcery. Mm -hmm. First use of shocking grasp was, ah, give me back my... Give me back my block. 
And oh no. So so Sorry. so Lotus has been showing his power since he was very young. Yeah, it's kind of a thing of the source the next sorcerer is chosen at birth, but they don't get their powers until the previous one is dead. Okay. Like that's how the curse has worked in my head. Mm-hmm. So from that moment, Lotus had to start preparing to break the curse on his tribe. Gotcha. Hence, his staff... His staff, and I haven't really said... Like, this got brought up once, I think, while we were camping with the orc ambassador, while escorting him back to the orc lands. Uh-huh. And it hasn't been brought up since. But Lotus's staff, from, like, if you look at the bottom to where his focus is at the top, it it goes from, at the bottom, it's very crudely carved, like someone is just barely starting out. Like the hands of a child were carving it. To the top is very, like... It's still not perfect. It's not done by someone trained in wood carving, but it's much more elegant looking, much more experienced. Okay. And the whole staff runs the gamut from the bottom to the top of that progression. And that's because Lotus carved that. Okay, I got you. So, like, started when he was young and just kept going and getting better as he went. It was part of him, like, honing his power to train, to you start know. doing this, That's was carving cool. his staff. I love how detailed but, you think out your characters. That's very cool. But also, because Lotus is kind of my personal analysis of the Chosen One trope. Okay. Like, when the Chosen One knows from birth that they're chosen... Mm-hmm. For a specific task, and they train like their whole lives for it. Eventually, it will be done with. What do they do after that? That that's exactly where I'm going. Is like once that's done with, you know, and Lotus hasn't figured that out yet. He's now starting to. Okay. Like with Ibarra, he like looking at the Hall of Secrets. He realized he really likes books he really likes learning things like genuinely loves like knowledge and learning things about stuff just up to this point it's been filtered through i have to learn for this reason mm-hmm. with only little side ventures of like oh that's a neat fact about this area i'm just gonna write it down for my own personal benefit I'm gonna become a road scholar yeah, basically. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. You know. Like, archaeologist, anthropologist kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Sorry. No, oh, I, 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 I love that you both have, have thought out uh, so much of your characters and, and even, you know, have have gone into the, the distant future a little bit. That's super cool. I don't think Jade has done that yet. I think that Jade has been so singularly focused 
for so long that I don't think that she's thought about what she's going to do after, you know, especially like she's like you, she's been had this focus since she was pretty young. So it's, it's interesting to think about those things. Um, What's interesting actually, and I haven't had the chance to say this before is it was a moment involving Jade that I realized Lotus has really bad depression that is just kind of not being dealt with at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a depressing thought, but it has gotten better. Just, mm-hmm. you know, the medieval times. What What is mental health? Right? <laughs> Therapist what? Yes. It was a the moment with the the thing in the sewers. Uh-huh. Not the first one, but like the second thing we fought in the sewers. Uh-huh. Where there were other cultists and stuff. Right. And Jade and Lotus were in the water. Uh-huh. And there was just a moment where I get into in-character thinking mm-hmm. during sessions. That's good. And Lotus's in-character thoughts were, I can throw Jade out of here. And there was like the little thought in the back of his brain that was like, what if you die? And Lois's genuine thought was, so? Gotcha. He's gotten better about that. Just that that was one of those, oh, damn, moments. So so let me ask you, because these are things that, you know, art imitates life. Um, You know, and and sometimes life imitates art. Uh, What has, tell me about Lotus's process of coming out of that. What has been bringing Lotus out of that feeling? Part of it has been brought on by the fact that he has not been home in so long that he's not sure there is home. Gotcha. He doesn't know if he's the last of his tribe or not. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of... That was a moment where he started... Where it was like solidified that he was connected to the party, whether he realized it or not. Gotcha. And what has helped him get better? Kind of feeling important to the party. Okay. And interacting with people. Because if we look all the way back to when Lotus first joined the party, he didn't really join the party. He was just kind of drafted. Totally assimilated you. <laughs> yeah, you both just yeah. got assimilated. You didn't get a choice. He see Lotus just rolled up on this island that they had docked at. Like he rode up onto it, like got information that there was some weird shit there that maybe what he was looking for was there. Mulligan makers. I have no idea what I was trying there, and I don't understand either what alliteration I was going for. But I committed mm. to my detriment. Merry mischievous murder hobos. Yeah. I don't know. I was ah, making shit up. That's not wrong. But <laughs> because of that, I've been kind of playing it like he didn't really feel connected to the party as much. Uh-huh. Because all the other party members had like connections to each other in some sort of way. Right. However tangential. He did not have any of that. He was just like, okay, I guess I'm here now. Okay. Hi, we're a pack of very close best friends. You're one of us now. 
what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we did that with Celeste too. Um, I, I, it's, it's interesting. This, this core group. Um, yeah, I think because the, the rest of the group has been playing together for so long that it was just one of those, like, you're one of us now. Here we go. You know, here's your hat. Here's your jacket. Here's your keys to the executive washroom. Let's go. Yeah. So in my head, I've been keeping that in mind for playing Lotus as, someone who doesn't quite feel connected yet. Mm -hmm. But from that moment, he definitely was connected. Got it. From like a little bit before that moment to that moment was like. Now you're connected. Was there a moment for you? Has there been a moment for you D where Celeste has, has crossed over that threshold to feeling like she belongs? Um, for not the whole party, but for Jade, it was the session where we all had the bad dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I can wholeheartedly agree with that. That was definitely the moment where I know Jade totally like decided that Celeste was a sister. Uh, see, the funny thing is, I feel like, okay, not to cut in, like I'm not. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's a, it's a conversation. You're allowed to. The thing is, Lotus didn't realize he was connected until after the party got back and met up with him again at the castle. And he just felt so much better having them around. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, they bring the two new people, and he wants... To help them feel welcome. Because uh -huh. he's been in the, well, I've been co-opted into this group <laughs> position before. Mm -hmm. But he also, before the group, did not really interact with people very much. Mm -hmm. So it was very much just, how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Playing awkward is... A skill. It is a very specific skill. And sticking to that and not um, immediately wanting to play the kid that fits in, the popular kid, the one that goes with the flow, to commit to being a little bit awkward, being a little bit standoffish, taking your time to connect to the party is, to me... You know, with the background that I have, I see that as that's advanced storytelling. That's advanced acting. That is making choices that are not necessarily taking the easiest path. And you both have done that. And I have to commend you both for it because it's it's a very cool uh, it's a very cool choice, and it makes for some really interesting and compelling storytelling. Yeah. Part of it is, like, I had words and I lost them for a second. Okay, I'm back. I hate it when that happens. The words are back. Uh, like, going back to events that have been happening recently and how that plays into Lotus's, like, 
personal character arc that's kind of going on in the background of the, uh, like, the emotional arc mm-hmm. that I'm trying to play, even though it's in the background a bit, is from the moment Chase and Kaylin were taken, L- L- Lotus has had... Lo- mm, the Lotus has some surprises. Okay. Basically, Lotus has had so little in his life up to his up to this point, other than people he is close to, mm-hmm. and he's not even sure if a section of those people are still alive. Mm-hmm. That this part, these this group that he does know he's connected to that he does know is currently alive. Do do, do not fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Beware of cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and, strong. You know, you formed a very strong connection. I, that's cool. And Celeste is part of that because Celeste is now the new guy. <laughs> Where Lotus Little has sister. been the new guy. Yeah. yeah. Little sister. How is and the how funny, is God The funny thing is I don't know Celeste's age compared to Lotus's age. I don't think it matters. Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't, <laughs> but also it's kind of funny. <laughs> Especially because um, you know, one of you's a tiefling and one of you's a tabaxi and they age very differently. Yeah. You know, and this group has never stood on age. You know, none of us yeah. have really cared too much. We're all a bit bit young and wild and free and crazy. Um, but that's what makes it fun. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad we really we got a chance to to dig a little bit further into this. And, and uh, now that you are back with us a little bit more regularly, we will have to have you on uh, more often um, to do this and hey. kind of delve into both of your your stories more i'm really fascinated uh by where these are going um so it's we've been at it for about an hour uh Mm -hmm. do you wanna do you guys uh celeste has already done this so celeste you can either i just call you celeste it doesn't it's interchangeable um d if you want to hang out you're welcome to uh darian do you want to do the questions uh yeah you you got it in you? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. If at any point it, you decide that uh, you have run out of spoons, please tell me. We're gonna do these a little differently. We're gonna we're gonna rapid fire them a little bit. Um, do, do you want to hang out or are you gonna take off? Uh, I'm gonna take off. I've got food made and I've got something after this, so I'm just gonna make sure I got plenty of time to get those handled. Cool, cool. Yeah. So thank you very night, very much for being on with us. Um, love to the partner and all of that jazz. Uh, yeah, all right. And uh, we will be talking to you actually tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. 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 All right. Have a good night. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Of course. Have a wonderful okay. night, y'all. All right. Take care. You too. Night. night. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Um. So. I am going to throw these questions at you. They are relatively simple. There are no wrong answers. Um, If there is any question that just stumps you or like you just genuinely don't have an answer, you can be like, nah, 
pass or you know i have no idea or whatever um this is very loose um and just kind of some fun stuff uh the mm-hmm. way we did it before was we did it um we would answer for uh the player and for the character uh but i don't want to take up too much more time so i'm going to give you a choice do you want to answer these questions as yourself darian or do you want to answer them as your character I think I'll answer them as Lotus, and then maybe a different time that I'm on, answer them as myself. Sure, sure. that's great. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's fun, and that'll give you, like, you'll know the questions, because I think it's more fun to, like, because it's when you're answering as your character, you can kind of make fun stuff up, Um, whereas answering them as yourself is a whole nother, like existential journey um so okay so i'm gonna throw these at lotus Mm -hmm. hi lotus how are you today confused okay (laughs) lotus what's your favorite word that's not a curse word uh hmm it would have to be the word honestly genuinely the word true because it's just one of those words where it's like you look at it, and there's just some part of, like, truly, that's the one, that particular one, where it's like, it doesn't look spelled right, even when it's spelled right, you know? Yeah, I do. I do. That's very cool. Okay. What's your least favorite word that's not a curse word? <sighs> My least favorite word that's not a curse word. I would have to say... Bubble. It's hard to say with my set of teeth. Ah, okay, cool. Um, Okay, so I'm going to preface this question with this does not have to necessarily be physical. This can be emotional, intellectual, spiritual, however you want to take it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Lotus, what turns you on? Huh. Uh, I would have to say... Someone who can keep up with me with learning things and is okay with me talking to them extensively about me learning things. Like things that I've learned. Like trading stuff back and forth. Very cool. I love that answer. Okay. Uh, Same preface. What turns you off? (sighs) When people shut down conversations just because they don't want to have them like the kind of not in a i need a break before i can talk about this way but like in a because i said so kind of way gotcha gotcha i like that okay thank you uh lotus what sound do you love uh kayla yep i'm here okay it just did it cut out what yeah, I heard what sound, and then there was nothing. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, the question <laughs> is, what is the sound that you love? Oh. Um, a sound that I love is, and this is going to sound silly, snoring. Okay. Like, when you're, like, bedded down for the night and you hear the people that you're with snoring. 
<laughs> I get that. I get it that. Means you know that they're there. Yes, and they're yeah. safe and they're sound asleep. I think that's really beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Conversely, what is the sound you hate? Uh, one second. I have to drink something. Do it. Okay, I drank it. Alrighty. Uh, a sound that I hate. I have to say, the sound... The sound that plates make when you're putting them on top of each other when they're being like set down on surfaces and and like metal on plates and the gotcha okay cool all right um what's your favorite curse word oh fuck and (laughs) bastard okay totally fair um okay this is an interesting one um lotus what per- profession would you have if you could do anything other than what you are doing right now? Money, time, and education aside. Does that also set aside curses? Yes. I I think I'd be like a librarian. Cool. Or something like that. Someone who's around and contributing to books and, and knowledge. Beautiful. Very cool. Okay, this one's a little bit meta. Um, this is kind of a... Um, if we pretended that Lotus knew how to play D&D, what character would Lotus play? Mm-hmm. Mm, getting filled in by a voice in my head on what that means. Um, <laughs> I, I think I would play... I think I'd play a rogue. Like, a rogue with terrible luck. (laughs) But, like, still having, like, a good... Like, the lucky feed and stuff like that. Just the kind of luck where the luck is so bad it flips around to benefiting them. Ah, okay. I got you. Like, he tries to sneak to charm his way past a bouncer, and he fails on that, but the bouncer ends up... But he ends up, like, tripping into someone else that ends up picking a fight with the bouncer so he has to help the bouncer out so the bouncer lets him in anyway as a favor. Love it. I love it. That's super cool. I love it. I think that's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, if you could meet any deity face-to-face, who would it be and what would you say to them? I I would want I would want to meet Ibarra. Okay. And I would like to say thank you for protecting protecting evidence that my home exists. That's really protecting beautiful. that my people exists. I love it. What would you want to hear Ibarra say to you? <laughs> uh well, I, is it bad that part of me wants to hope that she'd say that I would be useful? I don't know why. It's not bad at all. Yep. That's cool. That's very cool. I like that. Lotus? Yeah? What's your favorite spell? Oh, um, hmm. 
it's kind of a tie between uh um see there's this one that kind of popped up that i like but i also like firebolt but then i also like my snowball spell okay snowballs of death there you go take that motherfucker <laughs> okay now this one um this one is kind of like an ender thing that you can either answer uh, as yourself or as Lotus, but what is the thing that you either have in every room or is always within reach? My notebook is always within reach of me. Love it. Always. I always have it. I have to. It's it's mine. It's It's proof I exist. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. Darian, thank you so much for doing this with me. This was really good. Yay! I'm glad we got a chance to do it, and I look forward to doing it with with Darian as well. Um, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I'm so glad you're back, and I'm so glad that we got to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm glad I get to be back. <laughs> Things hope- have been stressful. Yeah, and we're so sorry that they have been, and we're so glad that you're getting a little better. We're always going to be here and hold space for you when you're not. Yeah, thanks. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I look forward to, well, I'm going to see you tomorrow night to play. Uh, yeah. We've got, we've got cool shit going on. Yeah. Um, to everyone out there in podcast land, thank you for joining us. Uh, and uh, we look forward to you listening to us again soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Out of Character. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever podcatcher you listen to. And if you'd like to be part of the show and ask a question, uh, you can do so on Twitter uh, using the hashtag NSFWOOC. Thanks for listening. We'll be back later. <laughs>